Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I spoke with his wife and I decided to pay his wife. Instead of $800, I started paying her $500 because I was still living there. He wasn't liking that because at the time, him and his wife were getting into a nasty divorce. So when he wasn't receiving the money and she was receiving the money, he got upset with me. This is the plaintiff, Alan Hanna. He says his former landlord assaulted him by punching him in the face. The maniac was arrested, and he got an order of protection against him. When the defendant was released from custody, he violated the order of protection and shut off his water and electricity. The defendant was rearrested. He shouldn't have to put up with this man's constant harassment and is suing him for $5,000 for emotional distress and assault. This is the defendant, Francisco Martinez. He says the plaintiff was basically a squatter in his home and he refused to leave. They ended up getting into an altercation. He simply pushed the plaintiff away from him. And the crazy guy ran downstairs and harmed himself so he would get into trouble. The case against him was dismissed. The plaintiff's just coming to harass him by filing this lawsuit. And he owes nothing. He's accused of tussling with a tenant. All parties, please use your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. Be seated, come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. Okay, Mr. Hanna, you yes. were living in Mr. Martinez's, what, basement apartment? Yes, I was. For how long? About nine years. Oh, that's a long time. Mm -hmm. And were you paying rent? Up to 2016. I moved in in 2012, 2016. What happened in 2016? Well, when um, it was rent time, I asked Mr. Martinez when would I be able to get my new stove and refrigerator upon me moving in. That was the agreement. Um, that had been the agreement four years earlier? Four years earlier when I moved in 2012. And the first time you mentioned it's four years later? I mentioned it every year, and he kept promising me every that- Every year? It, yes, I mean, every year. I know, year. but you're not visiting there once a year. You're there the whole time. Mm -hmm. So you only mention it once a year in the well, one I year- Well, I kept mentioning it to him. I kept mentioning it to him. You never moved? I wasn't able to move at the time. Why not? Because I was, I got in a car accident. 
2017, I had seven surgeries at Right, the time. but this is 2016, mm -hmm. when so, you're mad about no stove and no... So what happened was, I've been mentioning to him ever since then, when, pay, when it was time for me to pay rent that um, month, I brought it to his attention, he got a rate, and I stopped paying him. So then I felt kind of bad, because um, he walked away, he was a little pissed off. I spoke with his wife, and I decided to pay his wife. Instead of 800, I started paying her 500, because I was still living there. He wasn't liking that, because at the time, him and his wife were getting into a nasty divorce. So when he wasn't receiving the money, and she was receiving the money, he got upset with me. He so what happens in 2016? He winds up assaulting me. How? Punches tell me, me in that. the face. All right, I'm gonna hand the pictures to my bailiff. Tell me exactly how that goes down. So what happened was, I'm talking to Mrs. Martinez. He comes into the room. He's screaming at me, yelling at me. I pay him no attention. I told him, I'm not your child. Leave me alone. That's when he punched me. That's when I just walked out the house and I called the police and I had the police come. They came and they arrested Mr. Martinez. What and happened with that case? That case was dismissed and uh, referred to housing court, to eviction. Do you have the disposition of that case in writing for me to look at? I might have something that was given to me, but I'm not sure whether it shows a disposition of dismiss. What's your understanding of what happened with that case? Well, from my understanding, what happened with that case from the assault case, it was put, he had an order of protection put on him for six months. Here it is. He violated the order of protection. By he doing what? By turning off the water. Um, is this recent for, or is this also four years ago? This was in 2006. It started 2016. This is 17. the beginning of 2000, well, May of 2017. So this is about this. Now my question is, mm -hmm. what happened with these cases? From my, under, my understanding, as long as he um, left me alone, it would be dismissed from my understanding. So they got dismissed. They were dismissed, Your Honor. All right, I just did anything want... happen between 2017 and 2020? Well, what happened was in 2018, 1218, um, I went to my house. You could just show this to her. I made an incident report. I went to my house. Um, I noticed that my phone service was shut off and my internet service was shut off. And um, you've been living there without paying rent for two years. Now, the bottom line is that you can't rent that place out, right? Because you don't have a CO to rent that place well, out. Well, I shouldn't have rented out. But you're right, Yana, I should have not rented the place. Right. Out. You don't have the authority to rent it out because it doesn't have its own separate CO, which needs to get inspected and approved Th and everything else. Which, That's why it was, oh, run free. All right. Which, now, you're accepting $800. He stops paying it in 2016. Why didn't you move to a victim right away? I started to, Your Honor, but at the same time, I had lost my job and was in the interim of searching for a new job, so I couldn't afford just going and through the civil courts and uh, until 2019. I know, but it's like, you know, you got the guy living down there. First he gets you arrested on the assault and did you hit him? Cause it looks like you hit him. I'm looking at the, well, the eye Honor, punch in the eye. He was self-inflicted. He ran straight he down to the- punched himself in the eye. Oh, absolutely. He already had a game plan to go ahead and try to stay more time without paying any uh, uh, money to me. So he went downstairs running, called the police. Um, once the order of protection was in place, I st stood uh, away from him as best as I could. Are we going to get off the black eye? <laughs> is that Mrs. Martinez? No, Your Honor. Who is that? Uh, that is my girlfriend, Anna Marie. Oh, geez. All right. Is there still a Mrs. <laughs> Martinez or no? Absolutely not. Okay. Yes, there is. She's not divorced. 
So is it accurate that you and your ex were having problems at the time? Oh, absolutely. We were going through a separation. Um, she signed over the house to me uh, at the same time of our separation, which happened in May. And I, is it accurate that he was paying her $500 or he wasn't paying her either? There, there was some verbiage uh, of him giving her money, um, but not to the agreed agreement terms of $800. He was giving up five, $400 here and there. Um, to the agreement of him or a statement of what him saying of coming up and to my once house. Once he stops paying rent, I don't understand. Like, why is he still living there? How long, many years did he live there rent free? Uh, we actually tried to give him notice to move in May of 2016, Your Honor. I have And what went wrong? He just refused to leave. I don't care. Then you go to court. In, in Your Honor, I have such a humble heart. I wasn't going that way and aggressive. Oh, that's just ridiculous. So what happens? You live there until when? What caused you to move out? Uh, it was, they told me I had to leave because it was legal. You cut basement. your nose off to spite your face. You contacted the authorities mm -hmm. and then the authorities said, get out. This mm -hmm. is an illegal apartment. Yeah, I had to leave. You didn't expect that though, right? No, I had an idea. Well, I did, why I why research. not just leave if you know that's what's going to happen? I, I, when they started, go I started research. I had to, I really did. Before they came and made the inspection, I got my stuff out of there and I started staying with a friend because I was able to move around. Oh, so I wasn't you didn't sure. call them until you had moved? Until I found uh, a friend I could stay with because I wasn't sure if it was a legal All basement right, so apartment So it turns out to be illegal and what happens? Do you get cited? Uh, Yana, he was evicted. He was evicted by whom? By not you. You don't know how to evict him. No, to the courts. Uh, the court yeah, but him. the courts by whom? The, Let me how, see what you got. Yeah, Let me see what you got. He, the whole process. He, the judge actually told him to leave on the 28th. He called the building department on the 27th. And then the building department told him you need to get out? Absolutely. On that same day that he was supposed to be evicted out of the house. But is this pursuant to your eviction? Yes, ma'am. It only took how many years? <laughs> Three years it, it took for you to get while, your act together and sure figure out did, how to evict him? All right, so what happens now? You are, this happens, that eviction happened when? On the 20th of October of 2019. And then you filed this lawsuit that here today when? 2000, it was last year. After this, right? Hmm. Okay, <laughs> so what are you suing for? For, for assault. Um, for him punching me in my face. For from him. 2016. From 2016. The statute of limitations is a year on that. Okay. Also for the harassment, for shutting off my phone service. For sh for You're suing him for $5,000 mm -hmm. for shutting off your phone for service. service my, for my and the second off. year that you were living there rent-free. Did you shut off his phone service? No, this, uh, this was actually just recent. Well, recent? You moved out when? This, wasn't too, this was recent that he did it. It was actually this year that he actually did it. This so year I is 2020. I mean, that was last year. I'm sorry. Okay. Do you have any proof he shut off your phone service? My statement that the cable and the telephone was in my name. Okay. You are suing in 2020 because in January of 2019, he shut off your phone and you want five grand for that. Well, he did that. And then also that whole time since I've been there, he turned off the heat. There was no heat at all in the house. And if you notice- And you don't feel like you stocked up enough in all those $800 that you put in your pocket and lived there rent free. That wasn't enough to compensate for the things you're talking about. No, because okay. actually- Can I hear from you? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Did you the, shut off his heat? I, oh God. Welcome back to People's Court. Harvey Levin here. Do tenants play the system? Uh, in my experience, no, they don't. Uh, I mean, I'm sure some people do, but just as much as landlords will also play the system. Fair point, fair point. Yeah, I think probably played by both sides, like he was saying. 
Well, who plays it more? Landlords or tenants? The tenants do. Why do you say? Well, because they know the law down pat. They've been renting for a long time, and sometimes they just know how to get around. Wild them. guess. You're a landlord. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Going inside the courtroom. When my son went to the cable company to inst to activate our Wi-Fi, he was told he couldn't install or uh, activate the Wi-Fi or the uh, cable because uh, Mr. Hanna has told the cable company that he was the owner of the house to obtain the Wi-Fi and the cable capability. But you don't have to be the owner of the house. That's correct. But that's what was told to my family. So we had to actually show proof by me sending them the copies of the paperwork that I was the owner. And as I presented the copies to the owner, they actually activated our account. Yeah, but it, it doesn't matter. Like I can have my Wi-Fi in one room of a house and you can have your Wi-Fi in another. Apparently not in the basement. I don't they see why actually, that would make a difference. A cable company can't wait to sell cable to different right, people. Right, and I agree. But that's what we were told, and that's actually how it was deactivated. It wasn't us. Did you turn off the heat? Absolutely not, Your Honor. What took place was that the uh, Mr. Hanna actually started tampering with the heating um, boiler system as he was crossing over to, from two parts of the basement and messing with the boiler system that uh, destroyed the whole entire boiler system. I have purchased. Uh, he, he tempered with it how? The heater. Why? I heard you. How and why? Oh, it, it's. To make it warmer? Or? I have no idea what he did to it, Yonner. I could tell you that I spent over. How do you know he did anything to it? Oh, because I have cameras in the basement and a Do you have any video to show me? The phone, it's been so long since it's happened. Why wouldn't you save it when you have all these problems I, with I the did, guy? I did, but my phone broke. That particular phone broke. The dog ate my homework. I know, I know. And, all right, so then what happens? I, I have been still trying to repair the heating system until this day. So you have no heat? Absolutely not. Mr. Hanna, why shouldn't I look at this exactly as what it looks like? You end up finally getting evicted, mm -hmm. and in retaliation, literally 30 days later, you file a case against him for something that happened four years ago and the statute of limitation has sailed. Well, okay? it's because, well, one, it's because not only that, it's because there's no heat. He, he wouldn't put no heat on the house. Prove that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, don't laugh. What no, did you I, think I can't was going to happen? Right I know, you know? I mean, because it's kind of funny that you live in a place for two extra years without paying a penny. Mm -hmm. And so that's, let's figure that out, shall we? Mm -hmm. You're supposed to pay 800 and that's for 24 months. That's $19,200 you put in your pocket, but you'd like another five, seriously? Because he turned off the, yeah, it, was a, it was a bad situation in there. There was no You're heat, he turned the water five. off. You're not gonna get another five. You're sitting here complaining after staying there for two years, about stuff that happened four years ago. The statute of limitations mm -hmm. has run, so now you're telling me, oh, and he took up my internet, and, he, and I want five grand. Uh, after pocketing $19,200, you are asking me to order him to pay you five grand when the only reason you're in court at all is to harass him. Because as it turns out, he finally got out of his own way and got the eviction successfully. And it only took him like, I don't know, two and a half years to figure it out? Yeah, verdict for the defendant. <laughs> so the judge finds for the defendant, Mr. Hanna, what do you think? The judge thinks you were She's just- She's crazy. Mr. Martinez is on his way out of the courtroom. What a mess, what a sure mess. Was. 
I just wanted him exposed. He shouldn't do this no, to he anyone. he brought you to court. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I wanted him to be exposed and how he took advantage of my family and how many times he tried to take advantage of me. And you know what? He's exposed. That's all I care. It took you way too long. Absolutely. To Again, it's, it's a humble heart and not being able, knowing him for so long and not being able to take the yeah. next course of action aggressively. It's something that wasn't in my heart at that time. And you know what? It's over. It's over. Thank, thank you. Thank Amen you. to that. Amen to that. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Harvey. So, Doug, if you live in an apartment and the landlord isn't doing what he or she is supposed to do, send something in writing complaining. The longer you wait, the more you compromise your rights. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. These are the plaintiffs, Neil and Avril Haberman. Neil says he and the defendant agreed he would buy their limo business and gave him a deposit and they had a closing date scheduled. At the last minute, the unscrupulous defendant backed out of the deal and now refuses to return their deposit. This is outrageous behavior. The judge needs to set this guy straight. And they're here suing him for the $1,000 they are most certainly owed. This is the defendant, Scott Wilkins. He says the plaintiffs missed the first closing date because they couldn't come up with the required $50,000 payment. He was a nice guy, so he made a new closing date. And again, the plaintiffs reneged because they couldn't raise the money. Well, he's sorry, but they had two closing dates. The plaintiffs failed to close, and he gets to keep their thousand bucks. He's accused of standing his ground. The defendant has bought a counter suit for $2,500 for wasted time. All parties, please your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiffs say the defendant agreed to sell his limo business, but at the last minute he backed out and wouldn't return their deposit. The defendant says the plaintiffs botched the deal so tough. It's the case of limo madness. Thank you, Douglas. Okay, Mr. Haberman, you yes, were in the business... The two of you, I guess, were in uh, looking to expand your business. What is your business? We have a car service in the Sarasota area of Florida. Okay. And you also have a car service, yes. and you're looking to get rid of it. Sell, yes. How long have you been involved in that? 18 years. Okay. Um, and this is your wife, and who is this? My daughter. Okay. Good, because... <laughs> you never know. All right. Are you in the business as well? Yes. Okay. So how do you find 
him and his, did he advertise it? We had a mutual associate. All right, uh, so that person, that mutual associate puts you two together yes. and you two talk. And the first plan is what? Is it actually in writing, the first plan? We have a, a letter of intent that we both signed okay. on. And the idea was, how was the, the purchase going to be made in that first attempt? It was supposed to be, I gave him a $1,000 down payment. Okay. Okay. Then I gave him an additional $9,000 down payment. Is that still in the first, before the first closing date? After the first closing yeah. date. So how is the first closing date supposed to go down? You're supposed to get your own financing. Right. There, he's not taking any paperback or anything. He's not loaning you money to buy it and then taking payments no. from you later. All right. So the first closing passes right. and you can't make it. You tell him, listen, I'm not going to be able, I, I don't have it together yet. So he agrees to postpone the closing or to set another closing in a future date to give you more time to get the financing together, right? That's correct. All right. And so as good faith money, you made a payment on one of your credit cards to right. him and you paid $9,000, correct? All right. And then what happens? I still didn't have the rest of my financing in place, but to make things even weirder, I had a heart attack on September 5th. Well, that makes things weird. How are you feeling? I feel great. Thank you. Okay. How did they... How did Quintuple it go down? bypass. What did they do? Quintuple. Oh, Lord. You're lucky to be alive. Still breathing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was in the hospital. We were supposed to close on September 23rd. He was supposed to meet me at the hospital. Never God, showed wait, wait. up. Um, Why would he meet you at the hospital? Because that's where I was. I was ready to close this deal. Okay. Did you have the money? I had the check in hand. And For, how did you get the money the together? My daughter borrowed it from a 401k. Okay. So how much were you supposed to pay to close that day? $40,000. And you have. And then where was the rest of the money going to come from? Because it was a bigger we, purchase than that. We had a note. Is when that, we had a note, that means he's supposed to... Wh where's the note? What in note? other words, part of the agreement was it was a $50,000 down payment, a hundred and, uh, I'm sorry, a $70,000 note to be carried over two years. Meaning he was taking paper. That's what I meant That's by taking correct. paper. Yes. So you were going to owe him $70,000, and correct. he agreed to that. Do you have paperwork that says any of the stuff you're saying? Yes. Okay. Let me hear your side. The second agreement was a total buyout of 109, 109000 there was going to be a one-time pay, and that's what we settled on, of 109000 When did he then tell you, oh, I want to go back to the original plan? The original, the second date was September 29th. It's supposed to close on September 29th. And then is your version of these facts that instead of having a $109,000 check, he only had a $40,000 check. Yes. And then he said, I know I got you to agree to extend this deal by telling you it would be a complete buyout, no paper, but now I need you to take paper. That's what you're saying. Henry. Right. All right. I need you to loan me the money to buy it. All right. Now, I've read your complaint, and in your complaint, I know that you admit to telling him, give me more time. I want to do it. It'll be just, you don't have to loan me money. I'll just find the financing, and I'll pay you the whole, what was this whole sum? 109000 109000 is what was left after the 10000 that was already paid? No, a total of 109000 A total of 109000 All right, so another 100000 is what he had to come up with. Is it not true that for that closing, you were supposed to come up with double the money you came up with? We... We made an agreement. I tried to accommodate. It was never part it's of It's not the accommodating. It's the deal. You're supposed to do a complete buyout, right? No. It was oh. never part of okay. the deal. Okay, nope, nope. Let's back up. 
Do you have in writing that that extension was in return for a complete buyout? Here's a note dated September 30th. That says? For the $70,000 he wanted to do a note on, I wouldn't do it. Right, but here's what I want. You're telling me that in return for that $9,000, it's supposed to be a complete buyout. Yes. You're telling me, no, it isn't. It was never part of the original letter of intent. The letter that's right, but if that's not my question. Did it become something you guys talked about is what I'm asking. We talked about it. I, I know he wanted out, and I was trying to accommodate him. Okay. okay? I, I went for financing, but the interest rate was so high. That you decided... didn't want to borrow $100,000. Exactly. But he thought that's exactly what you were going to do. I don't know why he thought it, because I never told him that. Well, you talked about it. We talked about it, and I said I would try and accommodate Do you him. have any emails from him that talk about, don't worry, I'll get all the money? Anything no, like but that? I have a bank letter that was emailed me to see. me from Augusta So Bank. what you're saying is he did have the money, and I think that's what he just said. He just didn't like the interest rate. Did you ever go to the hospital? No. Okay, because I didn't before... think it was, it wasn't... I mean, he's in a hospital. He's had a heart attack. I'm going to go there and do a business deal. The day deal. before. Okay. The day before. Is, the day before he told us he was coming. Oh, we is were that at accurate? The hospital. Was there a plan to go? Never a plan to go. I wasn't okay. going to go because he was in a hospital. How can I close a $100,000 deal in a hospital? And he didn't have all the money either. Oh, That's so you already knew he didn't have all the money. Yes, he told me. He tried to have me sign a note. It's right there for 70000 right. I waited four months. If you can't afford it, you can't afford it. You had him tied up for four months. I mean, four months. And then you went to the credit card company and reversed the 9000 right. right? Did you fight that or no? I tried. I had 30 days to fight it for my credit card company. I sent them everything in, contracts and everything. So you did try to fight it. They told me that they don't get involved. They, they just gave him back his money. Right. So, I, I was so not, not what 9, we're 000. talking about, you hink him up for four months. And you're trying to get that, you're trying to eat that last thousand? Yes. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Because according to you, he backed out of the deal. Right. Except that what you were, your argument to me is, hey, Judge, we had an original deal. I breached it because I didn't come up with, I wasn't able to close. Then I lured him to keep things open. I was trying to accommodate him. No, you're trying to keep him on the string. You're trying to string him along and keep him in. And then, oh, I'm going to have all the money. Then a few days before the closing, you're like, well, I have all the money, but I don't feel like paying the interest rate. It's too high. There's a loan guarantee. It's 100% guaranteed. I just, yeah, now that I think about it, I'd rather you pay for my new limo company. And you want the last $1,000 out of the guy? So if this guy ended up with a quadruple bypass in the hospital with a heart attack, is that an excuse for not performing under the contract? Yeah, I would say yes, because, you know, when you first sick, so... You, you think, I think that we should wait before performing, before doing something, before paying. And fair enough, it's the humane thing to it's do. the humane intention. But legally, is that an excuse? Legally, it's not. But as far as a humanely, yes. We all agree it's a humane thing to do. Legally, what do you say? Yeah, I agree with them. The humane thing to do is that. But legally, is it an excuse? It's that hard line of legal and humanity. No, it's not really that hard a line. <laughs> You're right. Legally, technically, no. Okay. Going inside the courtroom. So you have a counterclaim against him for $2,500. It says here for time lost. What's that? What do you mean? Time lost, four months of back and forth, trying to sell him a business and waiting patiently and did the right thing to wait, not sell it to somebody else. All right. And um, you feel he shouldn't have gotten the 9000 back? Oh, absolutely not. 
because that was part of the deposit that he should have forfeited by not coming through. Can I ask you a question? Did you ever end up getting him writing that it was going to be a full payout? Uh, no, it was all verbal for me I to know, wait. You should never do that. What kind of businessman does that? You should never do that. The thing is, he kind of admits to it because he says, I was just trying to accommodate him. What he was trying to do is keep you on the string. With that bank letter as well. Show me that bank letter again. I thought I was going to be scot-free. Yeah. <laughs> Approval letter from the bank. He did that on July 5th. And he kept assuring me the money's there. Is the this money's for the there. first time around? Second. Did you guys set a second closing on the 31st the of July? Well, verbally, it was July 31st. Verbally. And then what happened on July 31st? Nothing happened. And Why then I, not? What did he, he say was the reason nothing was going to happen? It's taking longer for paperwork. And then he's strung you along from July 31st until September. Then the second, yes, then the second agreement was dated September 29th that, you ha that I have right here. Let me see any agreements you have right there that you have not shown me because I'm about to finish the case. Second agreement. You'll see the closing on, I think it's the third page. So this was entered into, this isn't signed by anybody. Right. Oh, well then what Judge, am I Judge, I gave at? you the signed contracts. Is it the same one? Same, con only, only contract that's in evidence that I have. Okay, no, do, is there, do you have a signed one for the September 29th? You, you were very loosey-goosey about it, I just want yes. to say. <laughs> You're I don't right have now. anything for um, September but, 29th. Yeah, yeah, because here, listen to him talk. Are you hearing the things he's saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just trying to accommodate him. I was being a nice guy when I said that I'd have all the money. Yeah. But, you know, there's nothing in writing except for the original stuff. So now he has to agree to the original stuff. That's not how the law works. If you're, you, you know, I'm not going to encourage your caginess, okay? If you can't afford it, you can't afford it. How's you that understand that? that if you sue for the twenty now the twenty five hundred dollars, you you really could go to another courtroom and sue for the nine thousand dollars. It's just not worth the stress. Have you talked to a lawyer about it? Yes, I, I, that's why I'm here. I did, and I just rather because then you got to pay the lawyer, and then it's yeah. I just want to get done with it, move on. I'm going to allow you to conform your pleadings to conform to the evidence. I find that the nine thousand that he got back, he shouldn't have gotten back. I find that the twenty five hundred that you're asking for is extremely conservative, and I'm going to rule against you on your claim against him and for you on your claim against him. Now, understand that this is not an award for you for being so let along. You're kind of. You know, you don't act like a guy who's been in business for 20 no, years. I was like that rabbit with the carrot, you know? Yes. <laughs> yes, you were. And then you kept doing whatever anybody wanted. Yeah, you I kept hopping and skipping and jumping and doing what everybody wanted without the least. I mean, when I say not in writing, I'm not even talking about written contracts. I'm talking about an email. Confirming an email. These are our understandings. These are the 10 things we just agreed on. Why is that so hard? I believe Make sure them. the man starts using social media. Yeah. All right? It's not just for social. All right. Take care, folks. Thank you. So the plaintiff loses his attempt to get $1,000 back. I think the judge thinks you were really kind of cagey here, stringing him along. You're shaking your head now. I disagree now. entirely. Well, what do you have to say? All I have to say is I'm a big fan of the judges, and if she said I was wrong, then I was wrong. Okay. Well, <laughs> Simple as that. Good for you. All right. I'm okay. glad it's over. I'm yep. sure you are. All right. Thank you very much. Hopefully you've learned something from all of this. Same thing for you, Mr. Wilkins. Right. Obviously... As she said, you were a little loosey-goosey, as she put it. She is right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do any social media, and uh, she's right. Okay. You can teach him, right? Absolutely. <laughs> About social media? I'm sure she can. Next time, get some signed contracts. Yeah, I'm going to definitely do it. Yeah, Next you time. learn a lesson. Okay, well, at least you did win, so congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Okie dokes. Good enough.
Harvey? Okay, Doug, illness, period, is just not an excuse for not performing under a contract. It is not necessarily the humane thing. Legally, that's the law. That'll do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Omar De La Vega. He says he loaned his debit card to the defendant so we could get his car out of the impound. And that guy went on a spending spree, and now we can't get him to pay him back the money he's owed. That's right, he foolishly trusted him because he was a friend of the family. But now he's enemy number one because it's been two years and he hasn't been paid back. He's suing for $2,496, the money he's most certainly owed. This is the defendant, Elvin Santos. He says he was arrested on drug charges and his car got impounded, so he called his mother for help. His mother was the one who reached out to the plaintiff and he gave her his bank card. His mom then gave it to him to get his car out and told him he could use it for whatever he needed. He doesn't owe the plaintiff any money. His mother does. He's accused of being an ingrate. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff loaned his debit card to the defendant so he could get his car out of impound and got stiffed. But the defendant says his mom reached out to the plaintiff so he should deal with her. It's the case of MasterCard of his own destiny. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, man. Okay, Mr. De La Vega, you are friends, I guess, with the defendant's mother? Correct. How long have you been friends? Uh, 25 years. Okay. And there have been different times where she has needed funds and she has come to you? Correct. Has she always had to pay you back? She has never paid me back. I never asked her to pay me back. Okay. So now on a particular occasion, she came to you not asking for funds for herself, but asking for telling you about her son's problem. And what was her son's problem? Basically, she told me that uh, her son had a number of problems. Uh, one was a broken car, so he couldn't get to work. And the second one was that he, he had a lot of tickets. He had a, to make repairs to the car, and, and he was in a bad financial situation. And so did you ever talk to him uh, directly? Uh, yes, I actually spoke to him uh, directly when I decided that I was going to help him out. How did that work out? Tell me where and when that happened. Uh, I believe I uh, met him near his house, and uh, you know we talked a little bit. He explained the problems that he was having. Uh, I was in the process of uh, going away on vacation, so I told him, I'm going to give you my debit card. You use it. And, uh, you know, when when you finish using it or when I come back from vacation, you give it back to me. Okay. And that was risky. You're giving him a, a debit card rather than a, a particular sum? Or it just didn't matter to you how much he used? No, it really didn't matter to you. I, I know I know. The what if he went out and, and, you know, spent ten grand? No, I don't think he would have done that. How, do you, how well do you know him? Uh, I know him for a long time. How long? Uh, uh, the same amount of time that I know his mom, but uh, it's not like I, I see his mom much more often than what I see him. He's a married guy. He's got family and all that. You know. Right. So What happened, Mr. Santos? Why did you need money? Well, one night I was on my way to work, and I got pulled over. For what? Uh, uh, they said uh, my paperwork was a spy. Okay. They would just sit... There was police cars sitting there. They noticed me and they started following me. I was on my way to work. They pulled me over. And then, you know, they, they smelled an odor. and An odor of what? Marijuana. 
So what they do? They impounded the car? Yeah, they impounded the car. They they took they took everything, and then I got arrested. I was there for a couple of hours. What were you arrested for? Uh, for possession of marijuana. How much marijuana? <sighs> like three ounces, I think, something like that. How did you get into possession of the card? Tell me how that went down. His card. Um, Is it your card? It's actually your son's it's card. It's actually my son's card. Right. Okay. Well, after I got out, I started realizing all these tickets I got and the car situation, all that. I ain't really, I ain't really have it for all that. So my mother calls me. She tells me, you know, I'm explaining to her everything, telling her I don't know what to do. She's like, let me see what I can do. So she calls me maybe a couple of days later. She says she had a conversation with him and um, that he was willing to help. So I was like, all right, cool. So I was just let me know whenever. So I get the debit card. How'd you get the debit card? I, I remember getting it from her. I don't remember getting you it from You never her. sat down and called him to thank him? I texted him. I sent him text messages. Let me see I, the I text in your phone. I can't because I threw my phone out last week. Mm -hmm. How much did you charge on this man's debit card? I'm not sure. I don't remember. Piece of garbage. Thank you. Yeah, seriously. Thank when you. you had, when you needed to not have your car impounded for all the tickets you also didn't pay, how do you get a bunch of tickets and get your car impounded and have the government? You know how it works? It works by you not paying your tickets. That's what the guy did. That's not That's what how the car That's got impounded. Well, either the, that or the smoke somebody went out inside the, the car. The, what are the, the other? The tickets it's came after. The, other, the tickets right? came after I was arrested. What, what is your defense? Ah, my mom ought to pay him. Right? I, I didn't ask for the money. That's your defense. Yeah, I should go sue my mom. I didn't ask for your the money. Your actual statement in I response I just to his told lawsuit it to you. is I just said he it to needs you. to sue my mom. I just said it to you. I didn't ask for the money. He yeah, should sue your mom. He should go sue your mom. I didn't ask for the money. Okay, so the kid in this case um, is being sued, and he's saying, hey, sue my mother. She's the one that asked for it. Can the plaintiff sue the kid, or does he have to sue the mother? Um, I mean, if the mom is the one that went through the whole deal and everything, I mean, it seems like she would really be the one at fault. She just then gave but the, the kid, but the kid benefited, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But the mother, if the mother's the one who made the deal and she's ultimately responsible for, for her kid, I would say the mother's responsible. And so you have to sue the mother and not the kid. Really? Yeah. You buying that? Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me. Okay. Okay. I'm going inside the courtroom. So you charge $2,496. And you wait, how, by the way, what year did all this stuff happen? On the, on 2017. <laughs> We're in 2020 and now's when you sue? Uh, no, I started uh, actually calling him uh, around May 2019 mm -hmm. because I never heard anything from him. And? And uh, I, I got to talk to him one day and he said to me, oh, no, no, you know what? Uh, I've been having some more problems and this and that. He has a family, I, I, I understand that. What a but, nice guy but, you are. But, <laughs> but I said to him, I said, look, uh, you know, I need the money now, so I, I did you a favor. So, you know, so he said and to me, And what did he say, yeah, yeah? No, he said to me, no, actually, I, uh, I, I get paid on the 15th and the 30th, so give me a call. Okay, let me ask you a question. Are, do you have any texts between you and him? Yes, on yes, I oh, do. Oh, let's see those. I like two or three texts. Yeah, let's see your two or three texts. Thank you. Who's Goldo? Him. That's your nickname? Mm -hmm. Hello, Goldo. Hope you guys are good. You told me to talk to you on the 15th for some money. Then a month later, good morning, Goldo. Hope you guys are good. You told me to talk to you on the 15th for some money. Then on October 25th, 
Hello, Goldo. Sorry to hear you're going through blank. I need you to show me some good faith by paying me 100 at a time. Just let me know when you're ready to do this, and please let me know you got this message. Did he ever answer you on any of it? No. I'm going to order you to pay the man $2,496, and I'm going to order you to pay all prejudgment interest since 2017. How old are you? 33. What ended up happening with the criminal charges? Dismissed. Dismissed on account of what? What was the agreement? Unconditional discharge. Oh, see, that's how, how, that's how we produce this in uh, the, the, the fine state of New Jersey. When here, so you, you violate the law, and then what they, they look at you and they say, okay, so long as you don't violate the law anymore, that's what a conditional discharge is. Then we'll just throw the whole violation out. Just don't violate the law anymore, which is what you're supposed to have done to begin with, not violate the law. That's, okay. That's the system. No, I know. That's the system in I place. was criticizing the system. I was criticizing you earlier. Now yeah. I was criticizing right. the system. That ain't my fault. $2,496 plus prejudgment statutory interest since 2017 verdict for the plaintiff. Thank you. Thank you, Your Honor. And leave your mother out of it. You know, not only do you have to whine like a baby to your mother to get you out of your troubles, but then you throw your mother under the bus when someone sues you. Jeez. <laughs> Well, the plaintiff is going to get his money back plus interest, Mr. Santos. I... What are you thinking right now? I'm not thinking absolutely anything. That's exactly what I just said. I didn't ask for that money. She I did. mean, you th you're thinking like this is a joke, you know? I mean, you spent the money. And he was nice enough to give you the it's not a debit joke. card. It's, it's not a joke. I'm not acting like it's a joke. It's just, it is what it is, right? Good luck to you. All right? Thank you. Yes, sir. Nice to see you. You are a nice guy. You're too nice. Uh, you know. It's okay. Have you learned anything from this? I mean, you've been um, a long time. Come on. Sort of, yes. <laughs> so I have a good uh, nature. You were you were too good a guy to be taken advantage of, really. Yeah, that's you. true. So, no, no. I'm really upset at him because he, he you know, okay. he wouldn't even call me to tell uh, me. Obviously, uh, I, I'll give you a hundred bucks once in a while. This and that. No, no. Well, congratulations and thank you very much. Thank right. you. Sir. You must sign a few documents on your way out of the courtroom. There's one for the books, Harvey. What do you think? Well, Doug, I mean, look, the mother did this on behalf of the kid, and in a way, the mother was acting as the kid's agent. So because of that, because the mother's acting as the kid's agent, kid's responsible.